So that that basically, like, you're making <laughs> videos. You're covering your face. You're putting up the the flag, and you're making videos, right? <laughs> this is if they left it there, it could we'd have issues because it'd end up that like General Petraeus, you know, liked the page. Do you think he'd get trolled? Sponsored ads where it tells everybody on Facebook that he liked it. General (laughs) Petraeus likes the Taliban. (laughs) You like this too? Sponsored? Oh, man. That's brilliant. That's freaking brilliant. Please. Guys, it's Wednesday, December 12th, 2012. This is episode 36 of Yats. It's yet another tech show every week. Yet another tech show.com slash live. Check out the live hangout with the chat and all that stuff. My name is Matt Lee. Joining me tonight, we got Mike Rothman. How are you doing, Mike? I'm doing great, and good morning, Vietnam. Good morning. We got Patrick Jordan back from iPad Insights. How you doing, Patrick? Very well, thanks. And like I said uh, at the start of the hangout, Aunt Pruitt is running a little late. <laughs> He's going to, you know what? He's going to be in the best mood when he finally gets here because since this morning when I talked to him, uh, he's been doing nothing but supporting IT failure. So I'm, I'm, oh, kind, of, I'm kind of excited to, to <laughs> for when he does finally make it. Just to, Ant's going to need some TLC. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Poor so, guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of TLC, I guess we'll, we'll start out with an update. We've been kind of not really like getting way into it, but just you know, briefly mentioning here and there some quick updates about the whole John uh, McAfee thing. Uh, McAfee, McAfee, however you say his name. Uh, so what? He was in Belize, and then he was in Guatemala. And I mean the story, like you have to to really appreciate the gravity of this man's situation. You have to read the stories from his perspective from his blog. I think it's who is John dot com, but it's it's just it's like he's writing I if a book comes out and it's like a spy fictional story and it's this, I'm not gonna be surprised. If all he was doing was researching a role for a book he's writing. Like that's how this reads. So there is so much drama yeah, it, on this blog site. It's, it's amazing. And the the fanfare, like on the side I noticed of the site that there's a real time feed and the the things people are saying in there, like they were there at the airport when he got there. Like he has this group of of really I don't know what's that word when they're just completely like his his uh, like fans. groupies they're dedicated. Like yeah, groupies. Cult cult I don't know. It's it's mm-hmm. kinda interesting. But so he he went to Guatemala and now and then remember he was saying, Don't send me back to Belize because the cops there will kill me. I just want to go back to America. So then today we see guess where he's at? Miami. Oh hey America. Welcome back, John. Welcome back. <laughs> All is forgiven, John. Come home. I know. Come home and sell your book rights and your movie rights and yeah. And sell your antivirus company. He did that, right? He doesn't still run yeah, that, does he? Long ago. Long ago. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. it'd be not. great if it turned out that he was never in any of those places, and he just kind of did it with like a green screen, and he was sitting in like, <laughs> in Silicon in Valley at a Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. With the hologram, oh, the of rumors. The, that holographic technology we have, you never know. He could have been there with Tupac. I mean. You know, who knows? Right. <laughs> uh, very suspicious. American Airlines plane he was on uh, touched down shortly before 7 p.m. Eastern time at Miami International Airport. Uh, after clearing customs, he was escorted by the federal authorities out of public view. Uh, and he confirmed in a blog post entitled, I am in South Beach. 
<laughs> it was for a while. It seemed like a game of where's Waldo meets where in the world is Carmen San Diego meets <laughs> just a hint of Mission Impossible. <laughs> it 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 was so fun to read. I'm kind of sad it's over. Like like I said before, I wish he would have hopped a few more countries just to to have a few more blog posts. But but are are we sure it's really over? I mean, I think that I think there could be more chapters. They could pull the mask off this guy, and it could be Mr. Anderson from the farm. I mean, we don't know, right? We we don't exactly know. I just do not know. And 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 there there could be a chapter in which the the Belize Mafia come up to Miami. Ah, the to... Belizean Mafia joins. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? <laughs> that that's interesting. He said that the the Guatemalan people, like the some of the police there, were very nice to him. They were like family almost. It was like the way he worded it. Like they they really took care of him there. So that was, I guess, he was lucky, or I don't know. That's touching. Yeah. And I'm his, happy for him. His 17-year-old girlfriend turned into a 20-year-old girlfriend, so I, I don't know if, if it was reported incorrectly or if she three years has gone by. I I don't know. but I think, were, I think we should keep it legal. They were separated. We'll say she's, she was 20. Uh, she crossed into Guatemala with him, but not. she didn't come back to the U.S. So they're separated right now. Which means part two, right? He's got to go there and save her. He's going to do the Expendables, going to get Stallone and, and all those other old guys. Go save her. <laughs> so, I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. If you guys want to like actually read it, uh, whoismcafee.com. Not whoisjohn. It's whoismcafee.com. So, interesting stories. Nice blog, too. I like the way it's set up. It's very, it's very conducive to this sort of thing, you know, <laughs> for what he's trying to do here. So very he's he's a smart marketer, if nothing else. Right. And also today's 12, 12, 12. I've been seeing lots of interesting posts about the magical (laughs) magicalness of of patterns like that. And every time I see that, I just can't think like you. You have to understand how calendars and increments like you're counting things. Eventually, if you count so many things you're going to get to the same number of things, you know, and, and people are like, oh, it's magical. It's, I don't know. People are silly. Now, now here's this year's holiday quiz. Mm. What, does, what does this expression do for you? OCT31 equals DEC25. Does that remove December from Android? <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> It's it's a it's a trick. It's octal thirty one equals decimal twenty five, which, which is true. Which is true. Okay, you just kind of blew my mind. Okay, <laughs> just a, <laughs> have to explain. You weren't that. you weren't expecting that one. Was not at all. In 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 base eight arithmetic. So octal thirty one in, in octal arithmetic. The number 31 in octal equals the decimal number 25. Ah, that makes more sense. I was thinking for some reason October 31st and December 25th and Halloween and Christmas. Like, I don't, I I went somewhere else with that. I I went somewhere else completely. It's it's freaky. This is why I'm not a programmer, (laughs) among other reasons. All right, uh, Patrick, you posted something interesting about the, the 2012 search trends every year. I guess they post uh, this Zeitgeist 2012. This is cool. Yeah. Hey, um, just before we touch on that topic, are we mm-hmm. allowed to do a little bit of breaking news on hey, here? anything you go want. Go for it. Anything you want. Do you want to go, breaking news, Patrick Jordan. Oh, you did that much better than me. Thank you. Google Maps is available on the iOS App Store. Right no now. way. Right I'm now. I'm about to download it. Right now. Yes. I saw so, something earlier that said it might be available tonight, but they, they weren't sure. That, that might has come true. The people of Australia are now safe to travel. That's a, did you Thank did goodness. you hear about that? They I, did you hear about that? The all those people that went to that what was it? Uh some place in the desert or something some yeah monument what is it i i forget what it was exactly but they got they all got lost (laughs) yeah 
it was wasn't it to some uh uh out of the way park yeah national up to 120 degrees yeah some crazy park that got wicked hot and like all these people were stuck there because apple maps told them to go and they're like getting sued now i think or something i don't know which which country was it that warned its citizens to beware of apple maps australia Uh, was that that them that was australia yeah after this happened Oh, just in the last couple of days. That yeah, after something like several people had been stranded there and without water or something or other. Do you know um, what's not a search trend? <laughs> that I, I think it was probably just an elaborate Samsung commercial, actually. But it could, you never know. They they look so similar. <laughs> That's hey, um, crazy. Can you do that breaking news sound again? Breaking news. Patrick Jordan. All right, so Google Maps is in the App Store, but it won't let me download it. (laughs) (laughs) Of course not. It's got got a grudge out for you, buddy. What could that, what, what, why would that be? Like, I'm not familiar with Google just having some pixelation problems. Sorry. Uh, I'm not familiar with how that works. Oh, and speaking of breaking news, hold on. Breaking. I'm seeing is the item you tried to buy is no longer available. And I think usually when you see that, it means that it got the yanked released and then the developer wants to issue an update to it. So it they, got pulled. they pull it back. That's awesome. So Too also, funny. also in breaking news, we have Ant Pruitt joining us. Ant, how are you? I am unbelievable as always. I've been waiting Aunt for Pruitt, this. The man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> I mentioned at the start of the show that you were going to be in a mood uh, because of your amazing day supporting failure in IT. Oh, it was outstanding. So, give me some like highlights. Can, can I have like some? Having a data center that's not reliable. Can nothing. I have some highlights? I can only share. Be sure your data center is reliable. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, d- does Yats have a better uptime than where you work? <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, as man. long as my man has the little Honda Civic rolling, yes, Yats does. That's amazing. <laughs> so we were just mentioning some uh, some search trends here when Patrick brought up that Google Maps is available on iOS, but it's actually not anymore. So never mind. <laughs> Wait a minute! I thought I, I thought I read that it was available. What happened? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's there. There's an entry for it in the App Store. It just will not download at the moment. Oh, okay. It's a phantom. <laughs> Is that like? Does that happen a lot? I, I've never used no. that App Store. So not, not at all. No, never. Not with Google Voice when it um, needed not, a. F- not not quite never, but only with Google, not, right? Not very rarely. Is Google playing April Fools? Wait, what month is it? Yeah, well, let's think about that one. <laughs> is this the apocalypse starting? You never know. 12, 12, 12. That's a joke for Google today. That's what it was. Yeah. That's it. Oh, you guys thought you were going to know where you're going, but nope, now you still don't. Enjoy that park. My goodness. Enjoy. Does that qualify as being scroogled? Yeah, I think it might. I think it actually might. It depends if you were able to download it and get it installed and get it to actually just wreck your phone before they pulled it back. <laughs> oh, man. To be an early adopter. All right. Was there anything anything else about that you wanted to mention? Was there like a, a – is, is there a time frame, an ETA on when it's going to be back? Well – no, because, I mean, it's still here. I mean, it's there in the App Store. It's just not letting you down. So, no, I don't know. How do you download that which is not downloadable? Yeah, it's no longer available, which is bizarre. But anyway. <laughs> is it still available in Google Play? Because <laughs> and I also saw there were some stories uh, the last few days about Google having some outage issues, some some d- pretty uh, decently we... widespread issues. I have to say, about four days before that article, I I just randomly saw came out. I mentioned I noticed that Google Music had disappeared for about ten minutes, like it just four oh four, it was gone. I was like, whoa! I was totally really? just 
I was just I listening that to experience. that. I, I think it was Monday morning, so 9, 10 a.m. in there somewhere, uh, Google Mail, Gmail, was was dead to me. Really? It's just not responding. I mean, it it, it gave me the, a contact to the my Gmail link gave me a uh, 402 error. Really? It was, it, it was that dead. Does this go back to what Ant said about having reliable data centers? I think it does. What what day was this, Mike? I think it was Monday morning. Um, I want to say Sunday they did maintenance on YouTube, and um, so it may have been a, a scheduled plan. The only reason I know they did maintenance on YouTube was because the Trey Ratcliffe show was was changed. That could be it. What's Trey talk about on that show? Mostly photography? Yeah, it's all photography stuff. Um, a lot of times they get into the different technology that's out there, and then they go through doing a little discovery stuff. Um, so, But it's pretty interesting, though. I've watched a few of them all the way through. It's pretty good stuff. I could try that sometime. How is uh, – let's – I guess we can talk about trends or we were having a conversation before the show. And I guess now that you're here and we're talking about Google communities and, and good use case for them and, and how they differ between pages and everything. Uh, Patrick started some communities. You've started some, uh, me and Mike have both just been joining communities. Like, like there's going out of style or something, just tons of them. In there. I'm collecting the things. I'm, yeah. Right. Like I'm trading them with my friends. <laughs> And I'm I'm catching them all. Are you a community hoarder? Is that what that is? <laughs> community <laughs> hoarder. That's Either that awesome. or a community whore. So, Patrick, <laughs> uh, how was your experience in, in creating communities and getting people to join them? And how did you uh, whore yourself out there? Because me and Ant have an interesting little theory of how to do this. <laughs> we were trying to figure out if it was okay or not. How did I figure out which ones to join? Um, well, like, yeah, how was your experience in creating communities and getting okay. people to join them? Okay. Um, with creating them, uh, I I think um, what happened for me was, I think it was, was it Friday night? They uh, made them live. And I'm not, uh, I, I mean, I wouldn't claim that I have a, you know, I have so much of a life that I'm never around on a Friday night, but pretty rarely. Um but I was around and I was, you know, just sitting on Google plus and chatting and commenting on things and plus wanting things and whatever. And I saw that they went live and I thought, man, that looks good. Everybody's been waiting for those. So, and I didn't realize at that point that, um, a community name wouldn't be unique. You know what I mean? So I thought, Oh, this is gold rush time, you know, like enter some iPad ones before somebody grabs them. Right. You know, cause I didn't, I didn't know any better at that point. And obviously now we know that, you know, you can have 17 with the same name or whatever. Right. And it's, uh, it's whoever makes them, it's the following they have associated. So if like a, a place like Engadget or Mashable or something like that creates a community around something, it's going to have way more following than if somebody like me or you or Ant makes a community around the same thing. Right. And exactly. that goes back to how we were spreading is, do you, is it acceptable? And we saw a lot of this is that people would join communities and then mention their community and try and suck off some of those that was a poor phrase and try to siphon off some of those users <laughs> whoa and, and is like is that that kind of seemed like a weird spammy thing to do but i kept seeing it more and more so like is that like is yeah. that something you would do would you go in and say hey I, if you guys I, like I, this come check out my community I was not doing that at the outset, but I mean, like you say, I think everybody's figuring out the, the protocols and the etiquette for this as, as we go along. Um, I was tending not to do that. I, I, what I did was I created a few, you know, that I wanted to. That do was for interesting. To, purposes and everything. That was interesting then, to you, right? That pertained to the pages that you had going or your profile itself, right? Yeah. Like um, one of mine is about iPad and and iPhone art. I I just really like some of the digital art that gets created right. on iOS devices, and I think it's amazing and blah blah blah. Um, but I didn't share mine like with everybody public or whatever. You know, I tried to pick appropriate circles for each one so it wasn't spamming everybody. Um, and you made the community itself 
private or public? Like, did you, you make know, an that's, invite? That's a big issue. I, again, I did it right at the very beginning. I didn't really understand the difference between public and private and the right. implications of it. So I made them public and now I regret that. And of why course, is that? This is, why is that? It's that, um, a spam it's, issue it's or odd the way it handles it when it's public. Like when I post something to a community, it blasts it to everybody on Google plus, like it was just a personal post to everybody. I see. Um, and I think also sometimes when people post in there, it ends up in my main stream rather than just in the community. And I don't really, I think there's just a lot of advantages to making it private. You have more, uh, better moderation capabilities as well. But the main issue I was going to mention isn't so much which one is better than the other. It's that you can't switch between the two. And I think lots of people are asking Google Plus to please change that because I think a lot of people, well, in fact, you know Guy Kawasaki? Yep. The, the sort of sure. Apple evangelist. The, the dude's got like 20 zillion. Yeah, he's huge. He, he's Plus. great. I like his stuff. And he's complaining about him. He said that he created a couple that are public and he really wants them to be private. Well, now, is that, allowed to switch. is that Google's fault for coming out with this feature-rich new option without the documentation or without some sort of, like, here's, here's what's permanent, here's what you can change? I mean, just some sort of, here's how you do this optimally. You know, I, I, I don't know. I didn't see anything. I mean, maybe if you search for the help pie, you get a quick... You know, think, the, their help I, page. I mean, I I think I've seen that some people complaining about that kind of thing, and some people more just saying, "Hey, Google Plus, can you fix this?" I mean, I would hope that's the sort of thing they'll fix pretty quickly. And also, to me, it feels a little bit like being a bit ungrateful. I mean, it's a great new feature; it's one that everybody's wanted. So it's got some, you know, glitches and some. You know, I always assumed the, the features that community brings, like basically at its core being able to set up a, a two-way communication message board type of thing. I always expected that to eventually be rolled out with pages. I didn't think they would add a new, like you can have pages for everything and now you can have these communities which can or can't have something to do with your pages that are existing. So, I mean, the features are definitely cool. Yeah, I think it's an awesome new feature. So I, I don't personally want to, you know, gripe too much about the flaws that it has because I, I imagine they'll be addressed anyway. Especially if you look at the alternative, Ning used to be a really good free way to set up a forum for something and and to like a nice template thing, but then they started charging for it. And there's not really a good easy solution. You can set up your own web BB web form and stuff, but then you have a spam problem. There's a lot of crap that goes into dealing with your own forums and hosting it and and dealing with the databases when things get broken. So to have Google come out with something that does all that and more, that's that's awesome. Yeah, I agree. And and I just think – actually, I just think it's really good fun. Like on that first Friday night, um, I created some. And I can't remember whether you created yours on the Friday night or the Saturday, but I joined your smartphone Mm -hmm. photographers one real – you know, as soon as I saw the invite, I joined one uh, for NFL fans. I joined one called the Dog Park. That's mm-hmm. uh, that's just superb and full of like awesome dog photos and lots of people talking about their cool dogs. And since you were uh, talking about features, uh, something we were talking about, me and And, is that it would be cool if you could somehow pipe in like a hashtag stream into your community, like have a section that you could say for for his aunt does a a mobile phone photography one for Android iOS all that stuff. So if you could make the Android section follow the hashtag Android photography and every time someone posts a picture with that tag, like that would be some cool in some function that they could add to it eventually if you wanted to have, you know, real-time information like that based around search tags and stuff. Yeah, I'd like that. I mean, I honestly feel like if they keep improving it, I'll end up spending much more time in communities than I will out in the, you know, the general stream. In pages or just out of your friend circles? Sorry, what was that? You would stay more away from pages or from the friend streams, from your circles? Um. You yeah, would, I, I, no, I, th- more the latter. I, I think you I would, would live um, more in communities 
because of the two-way conversation rather than the one-way blast from pages. Yeah, I mean, I'd still leave my site page there and let it do its broadcast and hopefully... Right, because that helps for search, right? That helps search signals. There's other things that that does that's not a two-way conversation with the people that are following your page or whatever. I I think communities are hopefully... for, For someone like me running blog sites, communities are going to be a place where I'm going to get ideas for new posts or I'm going to get ideas that improve the posts I publish right now because I'm right. going to talk more to people about these subjects that I enjoy. Right. And for setting up one that's based around photography and stuff, there's a lot of photographers on Google+. Plus. What was your experience with, with the community thing? Well, me not being as popular as someone like a Trey Ratcliffe or what have you, I, I, I sort of had to... to pimp out, as we like to say, a new domain in Gina Smith. And the the people that already have me in the circles, they know that I post pretty much a weekly smartphone photo on a new domain, and, it's, and they latched onto that. And I made it public, like Patrick did, but the only thing is I have it to where I moderate the people that come in. And if you know, if you notice, there's a couple people. Um, I did, didn't I make you a moderator? Matt, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a couple people in holding because I I just don't trust it. Well, and it's <laughs> you know, you I can mean, look at profiles and just like Twitter, like the first thing you look at is the picture. If it's an egg, yeah. it's more times than not, unless it's a brand new account, like it's it's a spam thing. And yeah. same thing. And I, I mean, want any of that? And I and, and when I was putting it together, I said I want to put a description in there that's not too long and but to the point. And I try to make it clear, you know, we want to do it as all smart camera, smartphone cameras only. And we want it to be, you know, clean. I don't want to see no butt shots and stuff like that. Right. Man. Tasteful. Yeah. G- you know, so PG-13. It's, it's been great. We only have 33 members, but the submissions that people are putting in here, I'm oh, they're loving awesome. it. Right. And I think when you start, once you start building community, you get around 50 people or more, you can start doing those events around them and start doing hangouts around them. And then everyone, like say you can have a go outside and like almost a scavenger hunt thing with the photography stuff and say, take pictures of these three things. Everyone shares it in event party mode. And now you have a stream of everyone from everywhere sharing yep. all of the stuff from the the event that you had set up when you're yep. not all in the same place. I mean, which I look forward cool. to this thing growing. I mean, I'm going to continue to share it out to um to my uh, s- circles and public stream. Um I mean, granted this week I've been pretty much detached from all online stuff, but it I'm looking forward to it. I think it can continue to grow and 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 take off. You so know, to go back there to there are people out there that's got other smartphone cameras and, and photography circles out there, but I think we're going to differentiate ourselves some kind of way. You know? Well, you could differentiate or you could join up and combine. I don't know if there's an easy way to combine communities yet or or if you would want to. Maybe they're that different. But to go back to what you said earlier about you don't have the following, so you get behind someone that does, like a Gina Smith. We, we all have people that we know that do have uh, followings that, you know, you can get your stuff out to. It's just a matter of, of the well, access. How are you, you going to promote it? You know, right? You exactly. How did you feel about going into other larger groups or even like the Android group and saying, "Hey, you all have Android. You all have a camera. If you like taking pictures of it, here's a community. If not, just ignore this. Th- that type of thing." Yeah. Like, I had did no you feel doing that? Right. You know, because I know most of the Android folks, they like taking pictures. They like their cameras. But now. Did you go into other mobile photography communities and say, "Hey, if this one sucks, come check out mine"? Like that, that was kind of. I kinda... did not do because that sounds like a troll. Right. Okay. <laughs> and that's the difference. Yeah. Have you so made any happened. rules for you, yours yet, Ant? The only rules I have is if you're going to post, post them to the right thread. You know. Right. We don't want to get mixed up Apple pictures with Android pictures. It's nice to have them separate so you can compare and contrast. Yeah. That's the only rule that I have. And no butt pictures. A couple communities that are posting like, you know, 10 rules of how you do things. 
Yeah, I haven't gotten that structure. And maybe, Ant, you, you say you, you mentioned you don't want any butt pictures. Maybe if you started getting them, you could start a thread within the community specifically for butt pictures. And then if people wanted them, they're there. If not, you just ignore it, whatever. If people are sending them, that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying, like, yeah. take your own, but if people that's, are sending them. That's very them, creative, then, Matt. Th- hey, thank Matt, you, Mike. Don't thank you. send one. I'm telling you now. <laughs> it's going to be my cat's butt. So the, the question on my mind on is, is so much of this functionality is already in place on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I just really wonder if Google has the juice to make this really take off. I'm referring to Google Plus. Well, don't you? Uh, The difference is, though, it seemed like Facebook made pages and groups too much alike. It seems, and then they spread themselves thin with lists and stuff like that. It seems like Google focused more. They said, here's the first thing if you have a brand, a show, anything like that, here's the pages. Now we have the communities. It's not like a spread out bunch of stuff. It it seems more focused to me. I agree with that. I, I mean, I find uh, Facebook confused. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't use and, any of that stuff on Facebook except for the, yeah. the pages and groups. I don't use any of the lists and or anything like that. But so even that's confusing because what's a page and what's a group? Like a lot of it has a lot of the same functionality. You're duplicating yeah. at that point. Yeah. So I, I, Go ahead. I'm sorry, Mike. I want Ant's opinions on the Facebook thing. Hold on, Ant. <laughs> Shoot it. <laughs> Shoot it through the head. <laughs> you wouldn't there, say that if you were on it. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not on it, so shoot it, damn it. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's Facebook's a mess. You know, I, not like Patrick, though. I, I agree about how the um, threads are flowing over into your regular friend stream on Google+. I've only noticed it maybe once or twice, but I think it's because of it's my own posting that I'm seeing in there. Well, and now that communities is a thing, can you? Are there extra sliders like what we had for our circles that you could adjust how much content you would see from each circle? Do they have that know. in place for communities? I haven't even looked yet. I, th- I, I think they do. Oh, so that might be something too. You could you can do. mess with adjusting to if you want more or less. I don't see it yet, but I can definitely look. I'll tell you the difference between Facebook and Google Plus sharing that I like for for pages and groups. If you post something like a a show is is about to start or or something like that, we'll use our podcast, for example, (laughs) and then you you go to reshare it. It keeps all that stuff kind of in line. And and when you do it on Google Plus, it seems like we get like five different posts and then each one has a few pluses, but it's not all combined into the one original post. Do, do, does that make sense? Like it seems like yeah, that should yeah. be kind of more brought brought in together, but it yeah. is still early. I mean, Facebook's been at this for quite a while. Google Plus has not been so much, you know. But still, Google Plus is going to end up taking over. I just feel that way because we're going to have all of these other tools right here, and well, not tools, but features right here. But then you got all of your Google Drive stuff that's integrated. You got your search that's integrated. It, it's it's eventually it's going to take over. Well, and then People add YouTube, add YouTube and YouTube, the set top yeah. stuff into that, and bringing it into your living room. Once that's, I mean, that's completely connected to Plus now. Your name, you know, all that. So yeah. it's bringing yeah. that experience to more places than just going to the site, which is cool. I mean, Do you I, think I there, there's always going to be room for more than one, though? So it's never going to be – we're never going to have the ease of having just one spot to say, yo, we're about to do a live show. Come hang out. It's always going to yeah. be, I got to go here and do this. I got to go here and do that. I got to open up yeah. this app to do this. Like, it's always going to be like that. Yeah. Unless Google buys Facebook. Yeah, somebody wants to be the bigger kid on the block. There's always going to be sure, one. Yeah, sure. I agree. And then we'll all go to Diaspora again for like oh. 10 minutes. And then remember why yeah. we all went back. Yeah, look how well that worked. <laughs> did you? Did any of you guys ever play? That, ever use that at all? I used yeah, it for like ten not. minutes. Uh, ten minutes. My problem was everything. <laughs> it it took so long to do anything. Like you would hit the edit button and wait like eight seconds. And, and nowadays, like that's way too long. You can't. Yeah, I can't spend that much time. I'm sorry, Diaspora. I can't. 
That's death. That's <laughs> so, death on the site. Yeah, it's all about speed. I mean, Google's yeah. spent tons of money into making all of their stuff scale and nice and fast. And so, all right, uh, let's move on. I guess since we're talking about Facebook social networking, did you see that they recently Facebook recently closed down a page for the Pakistan Taliban? Uh, apparently, they were using this page to recruit uh, other like-minded individuals. I didn't know that actually happened. Like, if you were a terrorist, would you just think, like, oh, I want to join a group? Like, would you go to Facebook? That just seems like the last place. <laughs> Knowing the CIA is invested. Like, that just, I don't know. Maybe yeah, Maybe I that's why I'm not a terrorist. Or a little smarter than that. Yeah. I don't know. Is it good that Facebook shut it down, or should they? I think they should have kind of left it there and been like, hey, look at this, <laughs> you know, and just watched it. <laughs> that would have made more sense, but, you know. A cyber mole. They were posting for uh, online job opportunities for, quote, video editing, translations, sharing, uploading, downloading, and collection of required data. So that that basically, like, you're making <laughs> videos. You're covering your face. You're putting up the, the flag, and you're making videos, right? <laughs> if they left it there, it could we'd have issues because it'd end up that, like, General Petraeus, you know, liked the page. Do you think he'd get, get trolled? Sponsored ads <laughs> where it tells everybody on Facebook that he liked it. General <laughs> Petraeus <laughs> likes the Taliban. <laughs> you like this, too? Sponsored? <laughs> Man. That's brilliant. <laughs> That's freaking brilliant. You know what? Sometimes I see names of my friends next to things that I that are sponsored that I don't even know if, like, did you guys click on that stuff? Or is this just Facebook saying you can like anything? I can make That's you like anything. That's Facebook version of trying to be Amazon. I can't right? take your opinion seriously, Ant, because you're not on Facebook, so I'm going to defer to Mike or Patrick on this. Sorry, Ant. All right. Well, Sorry. I'm just going to go dark right here. How about that? <laughs> there. Uh, you better take that one, Patrick. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I'm honestly, I use Facebook, but I, I am not a fan of Facebook. I, I don't use it for much apart from keeping in touch with you know, friends that you haven't talked to in 10 years or whatever. Um, I, I agree with Ant that I, I, I hope Ant's right that Google Plus is going to grow steadily and, and become the bigger network because I find it much more, you know, much, much more interesting. Are you more comfortable with it that it's, it's like Google is this company that's not run by this smart-ass kid? Not so much. It's it's okay. not so much from that standpoint because I is it I, I the business model, Google... the business model. What what makes you more just the way it functions, the the platform? Yeah, I I I I just like the quality of discussion that you can get on Google Plus. I don't really find that on Facebook. Facebook, is I hear great that a lot. For, yeah, you know, your in real life connections and and more intimate conversations with family, friends, whatever. But for just connecting with people who happen to like, you know, whatever, um, yeah. mountain climbing in, in Nepal, you know, you'll find them on Google Plus or, or people who like iPad apps or people who really love Android accessories or, you know, whatever your interests are, you'll I find like them the, more on Google Plus than you will on Facebook. I like the difference in the feel in google plus where facebook it feels like they're they're drilling a lot of personal information from you yeah. and that that you're the main product whereas google plus it feels like the main product is still search and we're using this information to make that better where everyone benefits rather than we're using your information <laughs> to target a big demographic so that we can do ads for Facebook. I mean, they're both ad companies at this point, I guess, but it seems like Google provides more functional tools that we all use out of all of our data than Facebook does. Facebook, you know. Absolutely on that last point. So. Yeah. I'd like, to think, I'd like to think that the users of Google Plus are on this, of the same mind saying it's about the engagement. I, um, I've been getting added to a lot of circles here recently, and I remember one one post somebody was sharing a circle that had me in it 
And um, I guess I can turn my camera back on too. How about that? Um, one one post that had me in it. Um, he says I'm sharing this circle, and it's got all of these people in it for various reasons. But the main reason is they are engaging. You know, and, and right. That's, and that's they, cool. You know, people don't want to be <laughs> spammed to death. You know, if they share something with you or whatever, plus one it here and there. You know, comment on it here and there, but. Don't be a spam. Well, maybe Facebook killed that from everyone doing like the the two two letter comment or yeah, I like that or whatever. So maybe it's it is a breath of fresh air that you can. There's a place that there are larger conversations taking place rather than just that's cool yeah. or sweet pick, you know. You know, I and pregnant I'm, I'm pregnant pictures. Yes. I'm sorry, I've seen so many in the last week. Stop that, please. <laughs> so I, I, over. Just, I just find the Facebook um, UI and, and layout uh, kind of boring, dense, and and hard to understand, and horrible, and, and horrible. It's just horrible, and you know it. It kind of goes with their ethic, which is a you know we'll take care of Facebook and the world can follow us, which mm. is. Sort of a stick it to them ethic. I I like the the layout, the design, the uh, the ease of use of Google Plus, and I like the I like the Google don't do evil, don't be evil uh, frame of mind. And it's taken Google a while to get that design down. I mean, they've had yeah, some pretty has. horrendous, <laughs> you know, like Google wave wave, and <laughs> yeah, exactly wait. Wave was like the Twilight Zone, wasn't it? Wave was I mean, classic. I remember trying to figure out a way to use Wave for doing podcast stuff, and it, I was just like, "This is this is so not intuitive. <laughs> this is terrible." Don't, don't forget the white space. I know that was. Do you remember just drawing pictures? And then after like two minutes, it turned into people drawing balls and whatnot. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's the internet classic. for you. Speaking of the internet for you, check out, we should mention before we move on too far, some of these search trends, because it, it really, it, it tells us something about our world, at least our world online, and what people are interested in, what they're searching for. Uh, Patrick, you, you mentioned, you, you posted this. What, what did you find really interesting that people are into? What did I find really cool about it? Yeah, well, what did you find interesting about the people in our society that, like, they're using this amazing tool uh, to search for? Whitney Houston, One Direction, <laughs> well, Selena Gomez, I mean. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we talked about this a little before uh, the show started, but, um, yeah, the, the two things that caught my eye right away were, number one, because I write about the iPad and tablets, I was really glad to see that, uh, in the top 10 consumer electronics searches for the year, there were six tablet devices. So not just mm -hmm. iPads, there were obviously several Android devices. Uh, and that's not even counting the Galaxy Note 2, which I would just about call a tablet, really. Yeah. Um, so I was, ha I was happy to see that. But um, more generally, um, it, it's either funny or, or sad or a little bit of both that, you know, the, the top searches are Whitney Houston, uh, Gangnam Style, you know, <laughs> all, all these really, uh, you know, the, the internet meme type stuff shows up on there, you know, um, and, and, and there's nothing like a celebrity passing away, and, and this is the best we can search for, so, yeah, I mean... It's it's either funny or sad or a bit both. You know what it proves though is that as a society, even with all this amazing technology, we haven't gotten much further past the whole tabloid inquirer bat boy mentality. Like we're still waiting for that apocalypse to come with the devil's face in the cloud. It, like we're that kid just waiting for that to happen always, perpetually. It's it's interesting. Well, yeah, I mean, you could you can tell right now that when they do ne next year's one, there's going to be the story with the Australian radio show and and call in the hospital and blah blah blah. That's going to be in the top ten searches. Oh my gosh! And you, be, on that same point, you know, it's just tabloid journalism gone nuts. It's interesting to see what makes it big and what doesn't, though. Like you don't see the 
the Colorado theater shooting really in here. And I mean, I guess you might if you expand the full list for some of these, maybe, but uh, I don't know. It seems more, it's more celebrity focused. I mean, is that just what, is that because of, I I don't know what that would be. (laughs) That's just what people are into. I I mean, if you want to look at that, it'll really make you sad to look at YouTube search. You know, check out the highest rated videos. It's not YouTube. tutorials on how to learn how to code or something interesting yeah. like that. Uh, I, mean, I, I don't think so. What, no? Bucky, Roger, Ro- Bucky Roberts' channel on there where I can learn PHP and Java and, and stuff about biology. But yet, there's probably some cat swinging from a vine that's the, the number one video. Well, and granted, yeah. there's 24 hours in a day. I can watch the cat video a hundred times and then learn how to code. But I don't think and maybe do people just not know that kind of stuff's out there like did you not know you could learn how to hack an old pop machine by googling it on youtube (laughs) (laughs) some people just maybe don't know that and with the with the bringing it into your living room i think that'll get more it'll get used more hopefully it always disturbs me when i see that i'll go through my subscriptions and it has the recommendations and all of that and I can tell when my kids have been on my account goofing off and liking stuff. Yeah, right. <laughs> because it starts recommending me some of these crazy things, and then I look at the view count, and it's in the gazillions. Yeah. I'm like, people watch this? You yeah. Know? Or they bought them. I mean, you can buy likes, we've talked about on the show. You can buy oh, that yeah. kind of stuff. When I was earlier, I was researching like how to get my music onto iTunes and looking at CD Baby, looking at all these different options. And there was, uh, I don't know, it, there's so much of it to go through. It's like there's a hundred different ways, or you can do it yourself, or you can pay some random company to do it. And or you can buy listens. Like, do you just want to buy listens? I mean, what are you oh, trying to accomplish? Goodness. And going back to, we were talking about good conversation on Google plus versus Facebook. Even if you look at the top 10 trending hashtags on Google plus number one is SOPA. Number two is awesome. So, I mean, <laughs> you know, you, you get both everywhere, but I was just going to say that it, there, there are some encouraging bits like SOPA and curiosity and a limit. Uh, yeah. Debate. There's a few that, you know, aren't just all about celebrities, which is, which right. is nice. And I mean, you do see a lot like the, the big disasters, like the the Sandy thing, like that shows up in a lot of these different results. So when the time comes for necessity, it's used for, for good information and for, for helpful mm-hmm. stuff. But when we're bored, man, we go back to number one, Whitney Houston, number two, Kate Middleton, number three, the Hunger Games. You know, like we go back to our That's our it. tabloidy, our tabloidian, if you will, lives. Well, the the I was just looking. The athlete section is a complete classic because number four on the athletes one is Michaela Maroney, and you know why she's there. It's not because she's an athlete. It's because there was that meme about M- Michaela Maroney is not impressed. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I remember and she's that. Not, and she's because no way she's number four otherwise, right? <laughs> so it's like you almost. Yeah, Douglas is nowhere to be found, but she's on there. How much? That, how much is that? Yeah. That little slice of social fame worth? You know, is it worth the humiliation? Is it? <laughs> Decept in the chat says, "Speaking of Gangnam Style, anyone seen Little Psy? I'm not familiar with Little Psy, but." Yeah. Actually, DSAP just posted that in the stream here. I see it. I have a feeling we're all about to get schooled on who Little Psy is. Maybe after the <laughs> tell us DSAP twenty four about Little Psy after the show or now. Sure. Uh, while we're waiting on that, and to also maybe bring some more of this stuff into our living rooms, there was some reports. Uh, this one off of TechnologyReview dot com about Apple testing their TV designs, and. You know, we'll just wait for Hangouts to crash and then come back, and then I'll tell you about... Hey, I don't even want to hear it. I, no, I totally... didn't say a word. I it, didn't say a word. Didn't, didn't okay. say a word. Okay. So <laughs> what were you saying before I screamed a string of profanities at Google? Well, um, Gizmodo has, has said that um, the Maps is, is back for iOS, and Patrick, is he's got it installed now. Looks oh, nice. like it's uh, just an iOS version, not a tablet version, though. Yet, anyway. Right. 
Yeah, it's an iPhone version doubled up, but I mean that you know most people don't need it on their tablet as much as they do on their iPhone. So yeah, I never use Google Maps on my tablet ever. Like it's on my phone when I use it for sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Google's always very slow at bringing things to the iPad. They were that way. Google Plus took for Google Plus was out on the iPhone for over a year before it came to the iPad. Well, and we really? just we just got an update for the YouTube app to give it some nice ten inch tablet support, also, just like the past week or so. And they put it back on on uh, iOS. Oh, as that well, I, I don't know. It's from iOS and iOS six. Ah. So well, uh, yeah. Did you guys have any thoughts on these TV Apple testing TV designs? And is do you think we'll see? A lot of this is this just rumor speculation, <clears throat> Patrick. You kind of follow this stuff. My first thought, truthfully, as a big Apple fanboy and everything, I don't want it. Really, you don't want a razor. You don't want a fifty-five inch iPad not, three. Not, not really. Good, good I, I actually good. like their current set-top box. I would rather see them continue to improve their set-top box. Let it have apps. Uh, apparently the next update is going to give us full Bluetooth keyboard access. So you still want an additional device. You want to buy the TV from the manufacturer you're used to buying TVs from, and then you want to expand that functionality with this extra device. Honestly, I'm not very rich. I don't want to buy a TV from anybody. We've got a big TV. <laughs> I want to use my computer room. monitor. <laughs> we bought it last year. It's, it's going to be a long time before we have a budget for another big TV. Yeah, right. You know, it's it's fine as it is. So when yeah. you're talking that way, it's it's in your best interest to have as many cool little devices that add as well, much extra functionality yeah, I mean, as possible. For, for $99, I get Hulu Plus, Netflix, iTunes, and AirPlay mirroring, which will let me run, you know, iOS games wirelessly right. onto an Apple TV. For 99 bucks, honestly... I'll put one of the, you know, we have a big TV in the living room. I have a, a medium-sized HD TV in my office room. You know what I mean? I, I can easily put a $99 set-top box in two or three rooms of the house. You know what I mean? I'd rather do that than go out and pay, you know, what, $1,200, $1,300, whatever the rumors say about what Apple will do. I mean, I, I just don't find that exciting, and I don't see how... I know everybody says this, and it's an obvious point, but I don't see how it's a great business for Apple either because Apple's whole deal is you buy a new iPhone every year. <laughs> right. Are you going to buy a new When your, when your contract inch. runs out. Yeah. Who buys a new TV every two years? Maybe if they make them thin enough to where they're disposable enough, maybe we, we would. You know, I, I'm, I'd love to see it because I've said before, the cinema displays by Apple they're are gorgeous. beautiful. Beautiful. Give me one of those that's bigger than 27 inch. Give you know what I want, Ant? I want a room I can walk into that is just nothing but that screen. 360. I want a dome that I'm in the middle of that has speakers and that screen. I want my own IMAX in my room. Now that would be cool. I mean, why wouldn't it? That are touch screen. I want to touch it too. I want to be able to touch it. Like Minority Report. Exactly. Yeah, don't even put the screens. <laughs> just make that stuff float holographically. I mean, they, they, they obviously got something that, that works if they can do those displays. I know it takes more processing for decoding television. Well, and don't you think a lot of the hype is this is this was the last thing that Steve, I mean, out of the, the bio, this was the last thing that he was like, oh, we cracked the TV. You know, this was his last... Yeah. If if you take that at at what it's what it seemed like is you know, so everyone's excited. Like let's see what 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 he had. I I would look forward to it. I know it would be crazy expensive, um, but then again, that's probably that's probably their way. In my opinion, Patrick, they make it crazy expensive. They don't have to sell one every other year, you know. Or well, they I, could go. Oh, go ahead, Mike. I think Patrick's on to a point. Apple's genius is is building devices that that they then make obsolete one to two years later. Yeah. So you're you're on a treadmill of every year or two years buying a new iPad or iPod or iPhone well, or whatever. To be it is. fair, that's not just Apple. That's everybody in the mobile. I mean, Android devices come out every few mo- months. Never mind yeah. once a year. That's true. 
so so my only point is that the, the televisions don't fit in that category. I mean, I, I buy a television and run it for as long as it lasts, which is, you know, I want it to last four, five, six, eight years. But can't you see Tim Cook coming out saying this is the investment, this is the TV for you for many years to come, yada, 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 and charge you a premium price on it? which helps cut their margins. Well, what I was going to say is what if what if Tim Cook completely spins it around and goes a subsidized route? What if with their content deals, I mean, they they could maybe do something like that and completely go the opposite way they've been going. Smart TV. Have a smart TV that's a cinema display. Yeah. Potentially. Well, that's that's an interesting point that last one there. If they do if if Apple can manage to Put the cable companies and the and the entertainment companies in their place the way that they put the cell carriers in their place with the iPhone. Yeah. Then that that would have some big appeal. I think that might be a really good angle and selling point for it because, I mean, for me at least, I love the way they basically got the carriers to say, you know, we say jump and you'll ask how high. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, and you, look, for and years, you, car- you know, the carriers have been doing what they wanted. You have an Apple TV right now. So, I mean, you're essentially ready to cut the cord, you know, and now they bring out this product that's an all-in-one that gives you that Bluetooth keyboard that you'd like to have, gives mm-hmm. you all of the apps on the screen. I I could see them doing that. I mean, oh, Sam- I, freaking oh, Samsung's I, already I doing it, I, you know? I wasn't, saying, <laughs> I wasn't saying at the beginning that I can't see them doing it. I was just saying that personally, I don't find it appealing. Oh, okay. I follow you. Right on. Hey, did you guys see the, did any of you use Google Currents at all? And I tried I, it a couple times. I did for a little bit and stayed away from it, but I got a huge update today. Yeah. From them. I was just going to mention we were we were kind of telling. I mean, there there were some problems with it, and we noticed that once you uninstalled, your phone ran much smoother. I don't know if they worked that stuff out because I haven't gone back to it. But Eric seemed to like it on AOTA, and Shane said that the update was really good. Have you messed with it? I have not. I I mean, you know where I've been all day. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Okay. You have it. <laughs> Tell us what tech you've been playing with, Ant. <laughs> what have you played with today? Excel change directory, change directory, That's CD all slash enter, all day. LS minus TL, type <laughs> more. Oh gosh, all day long. So awesome. <laughs> I currents. It, it seemed like the update too was focused more on discovery, and they added a lot of easy ways to add things from searches, stuff like that. Um, it is, I did, I was really, I enjoy the look of the app. I just didn't, I don't know when I'm using something like that, I'm more in it for the information and the content than for how pretty it looks, which is kind of why I didn't like Flipboard. It was too, too much. You know, I just want the text so I can read stuff. That's why I like my sixth sense. It, it's just like, there's the text and a picture if there is one, but I don't know. It's interesting what they'll be doing with it with future updates and improving on it. It could be a really cool thing. Yeah, so it's you'd neat. like to have your content delivered on your tablet in notepad format in your hand. Yeah, well, I don't usually use my tablet for that. <laughs> but, yeah. I, I'd like it in a .txt. .txt. <laughs> .txt, oh if at all possible. I'm sorry. That's not going to work. And I'm going to open it in Pine, so just... <laughs> I, I had that. I went on that. I had a phase for a while where I used only Pine because of the, I don't know. I go through these weird phases. Obviously. <laughs> right now I'm not Pine, shaving. Pine was cool in its day. Pine is still cool. There, I found a Windows version of Pine that was just awesome. Wow. And I was like, I used that thing all the time. It was so fast and great. But now we have Gmail. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> So, all right. Well, is there anything else we really wanted to get to before we wrap this thing up? GE had some cool technology that we may start to see in our little devices or going towards making our little devices much more slim. Uh, It's some cooling. It's called the – it's tentatively called, so this isn't the name yet, but it's the dual piezoelectric cooling jet. There are no rotating parts, doesn't rely on DC motor, and it consumes an average 50% less energy than modern fan-powered cooling units. 
Which is awesome because if there's no moving parts, that means when your cat is sitting on your tower and its tail is rushing back and forth on the fan, it's not sucking in all of that, you know? That's, God, I, I pull out like three cats worth every every summer when it's time to clean out the tower. There's like three cats worth of just fur in that thing. I'm looking at the picture of that. That it's is cool. really, really neat. It looks pretty cool. It doesn't really look like much, but what it does is cool, you know? Yeah. Uh, they say uh, Peter DeBrock, he's an electronics cooling researcher at GE. He's confident that they are, quote, enabling the next generation of thin products with the technology that comes out of our labs. So he says they that GE basically copied nature. Dual jets are based on the idea of your lungs. Essentially, what they've built is a device containing two thin nickel-based discs connected by special ceramics. When these ceramics are actuated with an AC signal, the metal discs breathe or ju- or pump air, uh, similar to how a bellows pump functions. That is pretty awesome. They expand and contract 150 times a second. So now they're just 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 trying to lead the way on how thin things really can get. Well, that and if you can if you can solve the cooling problem, you can get way more power. Yeah. in there without burning up your your stuff. Oh, okay. I didn't look at that angle. I that's that's how that's what I thought of when I was I thought you it know. was all aesthetics. I don't know. Does your iPad does your iPad get warm when it's on your lap? <laughs> Maybe not as much as your alienware laptop does, but you know. Right. So pretty cool tech. I think they're kind of they're thin enough. Can we make batteries better? Can I get something nuclear up in this thing, please? <laughs> That'll never happen. That needs to happen, and That'll soon. Happen. Duracell won't let it happen. Dur- who is <laughs> no, Duracell it, needs to die like Kodak <laughs> and funny? sell its patents to Google yeah. and Apple. Yeah, Energizer will never let that happen. Yeah, they're part of a large, a, a much larger company that is the bunny that never stops. Anyway, all right. Well, I think that's it. I think we covered everything that we wanted one, to. One last bit of breaking news. Oh, please. Maps b- now once again does not work. No. Oh. Uh, I was going to share that I do have it installed. I have searched for Mildura <laughs> in Victoria in Australia, <laughs> and so far I am not lost in a remote national park. That is good. Do you that see pictures so cool. of those who are? Are there still people out iPhone there? iPhone users everywhere. <laughs> you know what this means, though. Families may actually come together for the holidays and not just be lost roaming the the winters of forty years and forty, like like those other guys. You know, the Exodus. We have our way now. Our maps work. <laughs> so is this a final solution? Is did Apple just give up or is this until we fix ours and then we're kicking Google Maps back out? I'd like to assume they're still developing. You know, considering they made some changes on um on that team. Didn't they kick out the lead? Yes, they did. And and Tim Cook was just on that Rock Center program last last week. Um he did say that they're uh putting a ton of effort into improving it. Um, and you guys probably saw it. I saw something today where there's a bit of speculation about they already partner with TomTom. Tom. Maybe they'll buy TomTom Tom and oh, you know accelerate that's coming. the improvement a little bit. Weren't they already partnered? Or is that what you yeah, said? Yeah, no, they, they are partnered with TomTom. Yeah, Tom. they the have been. That, that was their... Buy them. Right. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know that's coming. And when you say we're constantly working and improving, what you mean is we're ripping off everything that makes Google Maps awesome and putting it into Apple Maps. Like, you know, getting directions right and stuff. <laughs> it's pretty pretty cool. What if, why doesn't, I think what Google did really well and what they're continuing to do well with things like Ingress is tricking all of us dummy dums into doing their work for them. Or at the least, we're verifying the work their robots have done for them with human eyes because we're much obviously much better at, at that sort of thing. That game, I mean, that's what that seems like, right? Go to this major thing and tell me if it's cool and I'll give you this orb that I made up that you can do whatever with. Like, I mean... 
It'll be cool once glass is out. It'll have more functionality because then you won't be stuck staring at your phone and burning your battery, you know, having the screen on and everything. You'll be able to use the glass. Hopefully, that's what they're doing with this. Yeah, Because that should be out soon, right? Those that got the glass cube, didn't they say the end of December? Before next I.O., which is in May. Before next I.O. Yeah. I wish I would have had a cube. That would be awesome. (laughs) Would you just feel like the biggest boss just sitting here doing the show wearing one of those things? Like the Google. Just, man. Be fantastic. All right, well. This game, and it seems to be pretty interesting, other than there's not much going around my area. You know, but the few times I've seen stuff pop up, it's, it seems interesting. Do you think this will contribute to a much thinner, much better looking America? That would be, be no. Because everyone's out <laughs> exercising and walking, it'll, or are we going to drive? Just be, it'll just be more tan geeks out there. <laughs> right, more sunburn <laughs> geeks out there. Buy stock in aloe now. You, you say, I'm pretty sure about that, Mr. Pruitt. <laughs> yeah. That's all it is, is getting the geeks outside to get uh-huh. some sun. You know, what could it hurt? <laughs> All right. Well, great show, guys. Are we so this is it until after Christmas, right? Next week, we're not doing a show or was that? That's the, it, right. Was that the deal? That's I thought that's deal. what it was. We was coming back after. Um, OK, New well, Year if it's holiday. not, it is now. So we'll see you in two weeks. Right. Happy holidays. Aunt Pruitt, I'm glad you made it. Enjoy work tomorrow. Oh gosh, you're in sucks. <laughs> Patrick, I, I appreciate you filling in for Larry who is gone. Thanks for the invite. Always enjoy it. Uh tell everyone where they can find you again. Oh yes. iPodinsight.com is my home. Fantastic. Mike Good Rothman, stuff. what are you writing these days? I are just you... published a holiday gift guide on a new domain dot net, so oh, nice. y'all should cruise over and take a look at it. And check out Ant's community. How, how's how's an easy way for someone to find the community? Is the search still applicable there? Yes, a smartphone photography and look for Ant Pruitt. I even put that in the script in the description. Ant Pruitt. Right. Or just find us online because we're always online and ask. Oh yeah, just well, just look for me. Just look for yeah. the. the Large, angry black man flexing. He's <laughs> giving you the mean mug with the f- getting his flex on. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, guys. Yet another tech show.com. That's our site. Follow us on all of the pertinent social networks and validate our posts and projects. Uh, I got some rap music up on Google Play. If you search for Matt Lee, you can find that. Buy some music. Buy some music. Just buy it or just steal it. It's cool because it's free up online as well. So uh, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you guys in a couple weeks. Have a good Christmas. Happy holidays. Great show, everyone. Appreciate it. Check us out online at yetanothertechshow.com.